Hey, Max. Nothing strategies, strategies that work in the classroom. Cats and kids. You enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Hey, everybody. We're here. Brad has on a flannel shirt and is ready for the... We're going to talk about being negative, about being positive uh, today, and it's it's so easy to go down that negative trail. And in football, when, when someone gets tackled, you're not supposed to pile on with a bunch of other players. And it's so easy to, to find somebody to pile on and say, yeah, I think, it's, I think that's bad, I think it's terrible. And suddenly you're away from teaching and you're, you're feeding your life into this uh, uh, blob of noise that, that it's, again, so easy to be part of. And this uh, podcast today is going to be, how do you not do that? And how do you stay energized? How do you stay energized? And, uh, yeah, that's what this is, uh, this is about people as Roger said today we're talking about um, not getting caught up in the negativity not wallowing wallowing in negativity and also how do you stay energized and to stay positive so Roger um, tell me more about what if I was a younger teacher what what I might get caught up in with the negativity what are roadblocks well I I think a younger teacher is always looking for friends. They want to be grown. Hey, I made it to teaching. I want to be a grown-up now. And it's, it's. I, I remember a young teacher uh, who got fired because he would. He thought it was a good thing to sit around in the lounge and complain about everything. I mean, he thought that was the way to go. And uh, there was a situation came up, but he had he had boxed himself in so badly that uh, non-tenure, they said, you're not coming back. And I ran into him, oh, four or five years after that. And we talked a little bit and, and he seemed much more positive and it, sadly, it was a lesson that he had to learn that you just don't sit around and complain. That isn't the way to go. And we need to help each other so we don't get... Sometimes when things aren't going well, you want to find solutions. Right. But it's really easy to get caught up in being around other people that, that feel that same way. So one tip or strategy is to be able to notice that in yourself, which is hard, but then to maybe try to move the conversation to something more solution-based. Um, I think about intent versus impact. So one of the things that you might do, and this could also happen within your classroom as well, is talk about, hey, this, this might not have been the intent, but this is how that decision that they administrator made or that parent made or that student made has impacted me how can we work on a solution for that problem and make it more solution based 
um, and look at it as impact versus intent as opposed to woe is me or they're out to get me or something along those lines. So easy to feel that way uh, in, in any organization. And, and then this newer teacher or whoever starts pu pushing back when they feel that, hey, they're just out to get me. Uh, and I think you made a great point in noticing that in yourself. How do you, how, you're a teacher, how, how do you uh, recognize your problem? Uh, and I think that's, uh, silence is such a good thing. I think you just need to be quiet and listen uh, to others and say, wow, that's a pretty negative thing. And it's easy to get wrapped up into the politics, all of those pieces, and suddenly you're not a teacher anymore. Your, your focus is on uh, wages and arguing and, and benefits, and well, they, the school board won't give us this, give us that. You gotta keep your mind on why you're there. Uh, with all this noise circling around you, you have to uh, somehow step back, recognize the noise, and not be caught up in that tornado. So another tip or strategy that we've talked about is who you surround yourself with. Oh, wow. Now, I'm not going to say stay out of the teacher's lounge. I don't, as an educator, have an issue with that. But when you're feeling down, it's good to have people to talk to that see the same thing. But to get out of that funk, sometimes you need to find somebody else. To get out of that funk, I think you need to find somebody positive. It doesn't even have to be a teacher in the building. Maybe you need to, during your prep time, get up and walk the building and find out where the energy is coming from, from somebody else's door. And find a time to stop by their room and introduce yourself later on. For me, to get out of that funk, I tend to go to those teachers' rooms or seek out those colleagues that I know or who I've heard good things about from my students and just have conversation with them, even on a social level. Um, I find that that helps me rejuvenate, refocus, and also gives me a different perspective. If I'm having an issue with getting through a lesson, even if that person has a different content area, I might talk to them about that. Now, that can be done in PLCs as well, but I'm but I'm thinking like that day you're having, or that those few days you're having something, it's just not working out. Take a break and move out beyond the walls of your room. Right, right. And American education has created a monster, as we all know. I, I like the term siloed, which Brad might have used. It's like you're in this. On, on the farm, we have a silo. And he looked in there and it was like, this is a different world. There were a few pigeons up there, but they only could get out through the top where there was a little hole in, in the silo. It's so easy to feel alone. Uh, teaching is a, is a lonely job and you got, it, it's important to reach down somehow and uh, realize that, wow, it, it, it's up to me 
to be positive, not drift. And I disagree with Brad a little bit about the teacher's lounge. I think that that's not a good place. And uh, because uh, a friend of mine used to say they were lounge lizards who were always in there between classes and they would sit in there and gripe, uh, look out for those lizards. And uh, again, reaching down into yourself and, and deciding that you don't want to be like that. Um, the next strategy that we want to talk about is when things haven't been going well in the classroom, how do you sell your subject area, your lesson to your students? We know as people that like watching movies that it's no fun to watch a movie in the theater when everybody else is um, complaining about other things right or they're coming to the movie the movie only because they have to be there because their spouse or significant other right. or friends dragged them along so as a teacher there's the science of teaching where you respond and then you um, teach again or reteach it but then there's the art of teaching the salespersonship of teaching um, Coming across positive, coming across energetic and excited is hard when you're feeling down. So one of the strategies that we have is that you've got to convince yourself that today your main goal might be to help the kids learn grit. Or maybe the goal is to help the kids learn that it's okay to make mistakes. So you intentionally make a couple of mistakes and let them catch you making those mistakes good. respond to them as a educated learner that yeah see even teachers make mistakes and then show them how you can rebound from that yeah i uh of course i never made any mistakes teaching so it's hard for me to understand what you're talking about uh, of course that's not true the yeah and and if you don't like being around negative people your kids in your classroom don't either they're gonna they're a teacher's negative attitude is gonna wash out to them if you will gonna rub off on them and suddenly you got a class of 25 or 30 that are all like why are we in here even the teacher doesn't like being in here and is tired of the subject and comes in grumpy, uh, can't do it, as George, George, the old George Bush would say, can't do it, wouldn't be prudent. So we've talked about getting into situations or avoiding situations where there's a lot of negative people. We've talked about when you get into those situations or when you're seeking out people that are negative but you need help on your solution to be solution-based or your problem to be solution-based um, look at intent versus impact finding those positive people around your building it might be a custodian or a secretary hey everybody has a different perspective and getting out of the silo of your perspective your room your content area or your wing of the building could be helpful um, I know you have a lot of papers to grade and curriculum to write, uh, parents to email and call back. 
administrative expectations that you've got to complete, but sometimes you need to take a break for yourself. After all, why did you really get into teaching? Was it because you loved to learn? Was it because you had an interest in a particular area? You like people? Did you get into teaching because you want to help others learn to love something that you love? Right. Chances are you didn't get into it because um, you weren't energetic. You came into it with enthusiasm. You can't show up with enthusiasm every day, but if you try to get yourself there, that's important. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I agree with everything you've said, Brad. You're an absolute genius. That sound means that it's the end of another episode, but before we wrap up and go feed our kitties, we want to remind you that if you have ideas or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Have a good day.